Hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 18 of the podcast for the week. That's right, everybody. Our podcast is now legally and lawfully old enough to drink. And that's what I like about it. (laughs) Oh, it's always good to be back. I am Dwight. And I'm Alexis. And like I said, welcome to episode 18 of Is Not That Deep. Alas. We're talking about your toxic ass. Now, (laughs) before we get into the main topic today, we're just going to hit our current events segment. Whoop de whoop. Um, As you all know, this past Sunday, the Golden Globes happened. That was just yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. (laughs) No one cares about award shows anymore. So, like, which is so sad. I didn't know until I saw it online that it even occurred. Like, I saw no advertising Advertising. for it. It wasn't big. And and that's crazy to me because it was uh, hosted by two of the known great um, hostess, hostesses, um, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Oh, and really? the, yeah, and, and the, we love they, them together. Exactly, everybody loves those two together, and they've done great things together. And they've hosted, I think, two or three other award shows already together. So they've already proven that they're great at it, which is why they have them back. Right. Duh. So like, yeah, it's so surprising that I literally didn't know the Golden Globes were happening until literally the day before. And it was like coming on tomorrow, and I was like, holy fuck! I don't know if it's just because I don't watch enough TV anymore or whatever. But yeah, I'm very sad because one of my lifetime goals is to host a big time award show like the Oscars or the Golden Globes or the Emmys or something like that um, by 20. So I believe I put I believe I put 2035. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so 2035. That's one of my lifetime goals. So like, it's it just seems like it's getting smaller and smaller. Right. Nobody's like really caring about kind it. Kind of becoming obsolete. <laughs> We're not even like the black actors and actresses aren't even boycotting it anymore because they're so unpopular. Right. Like, nobody we cares. Don't even care because we don't really hold any weight, or you guys don't really hold any weight anymore. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's like by the time it gets to the year I actually wanted to host one. It's going to kind of be almost obsolete at that point, I'm afraid. So we'll just have to see how that goes. But nevertheless, right now it is still relevant. Kind of. Somewhat. (laughs) And uh, we have two great achievements. Uh, The great Chadwick Boseman won a Golden Globe for his uh, supporting role in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Wait, what? Is that the name of it? Yeah. Oh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I didn't remember it being called that. That's what it said. Um, I didn't watch it. (laughs) I've been meaning to. I don't know what it's about, but I was going to watch it just because it's Chadwick. Right. So I can't really comment on how he did. I'm sure he did amazing because it's fucking Chadwick. Um, and then his wife um, accepted the award on his behalf and she did this very touching acceptance speech and it kind of hit me hard when she was like, um, you know, I don't have his words to thank you because like, he's gone. Right. <laughs> and she's just not, like, even though I'm sure she's great, she's just probably not as hard to feel as like eloquent as he was. So I just sucked and she was like sobbing and like the whole room, if it were in person, probably would have been <laughs> damp. <laughs> <laughs> for sure everybody was watching from home on their computers I literally just watched Very it five sad. minutes ago and I've already said it's like darn walk to walk, man. yeah it's definitely not it's great that he got it sucks to be reminded that he's gone too soon 
And yeah, so that's it's still always so surreal. Like we just finished watching all the Marvel movies, and of course, like when we watch oh, Black yeah. Panther, or when I see him in other and the other movies I hadn't seen before we started the Marvel universe, I was kind of happy because you know I always assumed it was just Black Panther. Right. And that was all he was in as far as the Marvel Universe. But then I saw him pop in and what was it, Civil War? Yep. And then he the was Avengers, back for the uh, Infinity movie. Stone and uh, <laughs> Infinity War. Infinity <laughs> Stone. The Infinity War and Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I got a little bit more of him in this role. So I was happy with that. But it always just sucks when I think about him or Sunny because it was so unexpected and I hate it. Yeah, most definitely. And another great milestone coming from the Golden Globes uh, yesterday. Um, I believe the Best Motion Animated Motion Picture Award went to Soul, Soul. which is the first Black-led animated movie to win that award. Right. And just like I just told Alexis, not not many Black-led animated movies to begin with. I don't really know if there... I can't think... Oh, man, I can't think of one besides Soul. Princess and the Frog. Well, that was more of a. I guess it was a lead. He was kind of supporting. Who is? Well, he? no, Princess and the Frog. No, black male lead, not black lead. No, 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 no. Soul won for the best animated. No, I know what it won for. I'm saying this is the first one with a black male lead. Oh, a black male lead. Because, oh. Yeah, that was a black woman. Because I, I thought you were talking about the prince, but Prince and Nabeen wasn't even black. Now I, that I think about it. I thought it was black lead. Period. No, not black lead. He was just the first black male lead. Oh, uh, okay. So Princess and the Frog probably did win that year, maybe. I'm not sure. I don't sure. even know if it did. That was like 2009. I don't know if it was one one then. Right. I'd have to look it up. Okay, so it was the first black-led, black-male-led right. movie. Well, yeah, if that's the case, then yeah, there's not many of those around. Right, which we we're also just saying. And I was saying it's because um, Hollywood doesn't really see black men as child-friendly. Mm. I think, you know, black women, maybe. <laughs> but even we right. only have one black Disney princess and also a limited amount of black female-led animated pictures as well. But especially men, they just, I don't know. We, like, you don't even see a lot of black male teachers or anything. Very true. Just, and that's just problematic within itself. Right. When but it comes I, to role I models and seeing yourself as, you know, some somebody who could be a princess or a prince or something. Right. But I, I, I really enjoyed Soul, actually. That's something that we actually oh, yeah. did watch. It was really good. The animation was amazing. Um, I really love how they captured different types of black features. And it wasn't just your typical black fat woman or typical hood guy. Like, they all had different face shapes. And it was a good story. I, I really enjoyed it. And I think Jamie Foxx did a good job, as he always does, because apparently he's a triple threat. <laughs> and that's something I just need to accept apparently because he is something good at everything to, and I can't even front accept. I can't front anymore he's there good at go. everything as long as you know I know <laughs> I don't like it but I did like <laughs> him in Soul and like I did it. like him in Ray so those yeah. are like <laughs> okay you got it maybe maybe comedy isn't his best work though oh, he well. can do it oh he can definitely do it but he's better at singing and acting in my opinion well, you're always going to be stronger at something else. Exactly. Right. But the fact <laughs> but that he can do it. Exactly. The fact that he can do it, because not, I mean, not everybody can. And because he's found success in all avenues, I think it's most important to point out. Exactly. Um, anybody else that was black from the Golden Globes? But, so said, I, um, went through the, I went through the uh, list. But Kahlua boy? Daniel Kaluuya, Daniel Kaluuya won I, a supporting, all, why supporting Why didn't no one tell me Daniel Kaluuya was fine as hell? 
Because he is. <laughs> You'd have to just discover that on your own, I'm afraid. I just saw him. Did you watch like, Get Out? So, in the thing, and Get Out, everybody looked greasy as hell. Mm. <laughs> so, I wasn't paying attention to that. He also said in a recent interview that he was not invited to the uh, premiere for that movie, which was weird for... to me. For Get Out. How... And he was the star of the movie. That's not right. And the people were like, oh, well, you know, uh, Jordan Peele wasn't in control of that. It was the Sundance. Was in control I was about to say, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter was who. The was and in... then also, yeah. why wouldn't Jordan Peele like, say, hey, you missed the lead of the movie? I was about to say, that's very weird. It doesn't matter who was in charge of it. The fact is, he was the lead. Right. Because he was like, you know, the... at the time I was recording, I think he said he was in Black Panther at the time. That's when he was recording at the time of its like release. But yeah, that was weird to me because it wasn't even like it was about him and the white girl. It was mostly about him. I'm gonna say it wasn't about him and the white girl at all. <laughs> at it was all. just him. Like it yeah. was it was focused on his story and him literally getting out. Right. So that was weird to me. But he's fine. Um You I, know why I you recognize it now? It's because he has facial hair now. <laughs> Back in get out he was clean. He was clean shaven and he didn't look that good to be honest. He also but had like that acne facial hair in that movie that I noticed. He, did? he had I like know. a little acne. And he didn't have facial hair. I think he just had to come into himself as a black man because he was still hungry. You the see? facial hair really does it for him. <laughs> I know that like, Black we, Panther. When we watched Black Panther, I was like, "This man is fine." That's because like, he had oh the facial hair God. in Black Panther. He had the facial hair in Black Panther. That's why. Yeah, he's really handsome. Mm-hmm. But what did he win for for the Golden Globes? I believe he won the the best support best supporting uh, male role in a. A motion picture drama for his supporting role. <laughs> and... No, of course I do. Yeah, it was a uh, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like it was a role in a movie, obviously. So <laughs> I was like, if he was supporting role, so I'm assuming because I haven't seen the movie yet. But Wasn't so I'm it? assuming the main character was Lakeith Stanfield's character mm-hmm. then. Another fine brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he a little too woke for me. Not, not not gonna lie, but he's fine. So <laughs> good for him. I'm not I, into the slinky brothers. You're into any brothers, as far as I know. <laughs> nah, that's that's the difference between you and I. See, I have a type in women. <laughs> you, you know how I feel about slinky niggas who just think they so cool and oh, I want to smoke with him. Like, you know how I feel about Lakeith Stanfield. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like his name. It also sounds groovy, and I don't approve of it at all. Yeah, I can see that. But he's just really good looking, especially in Atlanta. He's a good time. Bruh, I especially don't find him attractive in Atlanta. He's, like, he's kind of scruffy in Atlanta, but I like his personality. I think it's really funny. Exactly, and that's what gets me so good. Like, women like, like you, <laughs> women like you just find that so attractive. When the funny guy who's guys. like, what? No, it's not you even the funny like part. You no, nah, calm down. I'm about to say it. <laughs> it's not the funny part, because any of them niggas is funny. Not Ern. Ern is funny. Ern sucks. <laughs> We're gonna have to do an Atlanta episode. Oh, the yes, that'd be so great. I'm gonna in trouble right now. But it's like, this is like because he's like, he talks deep and he has a deep voice when he does it. Yeah. And it's like the universe and stuff, you know? And what if we thought about things differently, you know? And I'm like, man, shut the fuck up. Like, a hater. I am. I'll, I'll take that one. Because everybody hates on something. Hater and I hate on that. That's just not the way you talk or express yourself. It's because nobody like, does it. Like he's hype as hell. He's like jumping off the wall. Man, shit. <laughs> so he just love hates it. a man who knows how to be quiet. What? <laughs> That's your issue. Utter bullshit. You got to ask some niggas for my job about me. I know how to be quiet. 
them niggas sitting there be trying to joke yeah, around. Be trying to joke. They be trying to joke and shit. And I be like, okay. And and then they jump on it. Like they jump on the littlest thing too. Like I be like, they like, oh, like today he asked me. He was like, yo, Dwight, you want to hit this J? In the middle of work, mind you. And I was like, nope. And and, and then and then of course they hop on that. <laughs> he was like, nope. <laughs> I was like, niggas. That's, I was saying, that's what they would call shit dumb niggas think is funny. <laughs> that shit dumb niggas think is funny. Or hood niggas. Hood, hood exactly. Niggas not dumb think. niggas. Hood niggas. That's what hood niggas think is funny. Hood niggas think it the clown is funny. Like, that's what hood niggas think is funny. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe he turned this down and he's so blunt. <laughs> like, no, I don't like, like y'all. Oh, T, just real quick, in terms of the things that hood niggas thinks is funny, just watch any Migos fucking uh, music video after they blew up. Because, you know, the beginning ones, they had to, you know, prove they were tough and they were right, street. Right. So that makes sense. But as soon as, I think T-Shirt might be the first one. These niggas, because it's like they're still gangster, but also at the same time, what the fuck is these three black men doing in some cold Alaskan snow type weather <laughs> in the middle of the woods? Look, with this fucking, all this fur on, that was the beginning of it. And then if you want to see all out what hood niggas think is funny, watch fucking stir fry music video. <laughs> Have you seen I, the stir fry one? Man, there? That's where we originally had that joke from. Fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> I like you say that, but we also find the video that you know funny. I find it funny because it's these niggas doing it. <laughs> that's why I find it funny. <laughs> then they, no no we got the, we started saying that no. when we seen the uh, walk it like you talk walk it like I talk it video when these niggas in the seventies get up oh you fucking right, drink right. down the ass in the greasy right. drink <laughs> and then fucking Jamie Foxx is there and shit <laughs> doing some bootleg think, um, Don Cornelius shit I, I find that shit funny I do no, find it funny <laughs> it's funny but like only these niggas would think of it because like they realized they dead ass thought it was he he hilarious right like they think like peak comedy exactly it's like <laughs> and it's all it's funny to us because it's migos the hardened ex-drug dealers doing it right that's why it's funny to us like these actual used to be gangsters are doing this mm-hmm. and they're doing it because they the movies they watched growing up and this right. was funny as hell I mean, for them. and now they're in a space where they can actually express their creativity mm-hmm. or humor whereas before when you're a drug dealer who has time for that you know? right <laughs> I'm sure for? a lot of drug dealers are hilarious but I never know <laughs> well as I said well <laughs> wouldn't you I did two drug dealers two <laughs> I want you to know. Wait, what? Yeah. Is it two or three? Dated is a strong word. I dated. <laughs> you messed with two or exactly. three drug dealers. As a youth, which doesn't even count. So is I it just two or three? I told the homegirls the other night, I was like, honestly, anybody before 21 doesn't even count. So technically, <laughs> it's zero. <laughs> so is it two or three now? It's two. So I'm going to need you to know that's two more than any person should be dating. <laughs> In well, their lifetime. In my defense, and I've, I've probably said this on the show, but I didn't know they were drug dealers until I already started hanging with them. Right. You did say <laughs> I don't that seek out drug dealers. <laughs> they just come to me and I think they're cool. And then they come to cool. find out there's mountains of drugs on the counter. Mountains. Oh, they were what pushing that weight, weight, huh? It was weed. <laughs> <laughs> Pounds. Yeah, of I've it. never talked to anybody who de- dealt anything stronger than weed. Like, I, would, yeah. I don't, wouldn't. Um, well, let's stop calling them drug dealers then. Right, because Let's start I, calling don't, them weed, I don't man. even count man. like shit, because I don't count weed as drugs. No, no one like, should. Whenever I say drugs, I just say, I mean coke. 
<laughs> I mean coke and up. I'm gonna go ahead and say this. Everyone means that. <laughs> Except for <What>? pussy footers. <laughs> no, that's that no, that's still drugs. No, it's not drugs, my G. I mean I originally thought that, but apparently I have to be more specific. Only so- <laughs> only white people. Only fucking only the and even the stern it has to be the sternest of white people. Right. Like government white people. Right. I but love yeah, I government just, cheese white people. I feel like we should just be it. We should normalize the fact that weed is hardly a drug. It is a plant that I happen to light on fire and inhale. It's horrible. I know. can see. I feel, yeah, I feel like drug has to be anything that's man-made. Like that you have to do right. something to to make it an hallucinogenic. Right. But. <laughs> Makes sense. Weed is of the earth, baby. <laughs> <laughs> of the earth. And frankly, it helps with my anxiety. So, <laughs> it's not a drug. Of the earth. And everybody does it. <laughs> Almost everybody I know does does weed. Whether you did it once. It's so funny to me, too, because the guys at work keep asking me, do I smoke? Do you smoke? And I tell them no. Or I say no or not really. Because, first of all, no, because I know you're asking me because you're seeing if I have a lighter or if I have something I can give you. So it's no, because I never do. I don't carry it with me in my car. You think that's why they're asking? I think that hood niggas ask that to make conversation. Oh, well, maybe that's Because every hood nigga that tried to talk to me and I foolishly gave my number one of their first questions was, do you smoke? And it's not because he wants to match. It's because he thinks that's interesting. Sometimes it's to match. Because it's literally sometimes, they'd be like, like we'd be leaving and I'd be hitting my car. Yeah, that, it probably is to match. Right. Or just see if you want to smoke because maybe they want to be your friend. Highly doubt it. I would want to be your friend if I was a guy and then we'd fall in but, love. But if you were a guy and a hood booger, then... <laughs> No, you wouldn't. Because I'm obviously not about that life. Especially when I'm working. I'm just like about my work. Well, if I was a guy, I wouldn't be a hood booger. I'd be me, but a guy. So I'd be kind of nerdy, but like really tall and sexy. Um, <laughs> we'd probably be friends because I probably think we're cool. And then, yeah, we'd fall in love and it'd be really gay, but it'd be cool. <laughs> and it'd be really... And it'd be like this, like, Dwight would yeah. have like this... Kind of like, oh my god, I'm not gay, but I'm, I really like this guy. <laughs> mm, I, I like how you're trying to spin that, but I'm a no, very... No, how it's going to go. I'm too heterosexual for that. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Okay. I would have tried so many gay things with my best friend by now <laughs> if I wasn't. No, you're just not attracted to him. That's why. I'm not attracted but to any man. you to me as a man. I'm not attracted to any cute. man. You'd be Yet. cute. What? Yet. You're not attracted <laughs> to any man. Yet. Because I'm not a man. You're making it sound like you're actually going to turn into a man one day. I should, just to trick your ass. Just to trick my ass. You're fucking weird. <laughs> just to trick your ass. Literally, because like, I feel an instant connection to this nigga. I don't know why. Mm-mm. It's because it's me, bitch. I rip off my mustache mid-sex. Who do I look like? The dude from, <laughs> not from mid-sex. <laughs> what the fuck? Do I look like old boy from uh, Mulan, <laughs> the animated movie and shit? Yes. <laughs> like, wow, I'm pretty sure I'm into this guy. <laughs> And it's because actually a woman on the inside. And then my man out of nowhere, like, she turns around, oh, I'm actually a woman. And then my man was like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> like, he was like, oh. I really <laughs> thought I was going to have to kill myself. I really thought I was going to have my first gay experience. But yeah, man, uh, like, it's just another girl. Ooh, pussy again. You know, back then, I'll tell you, if women couldn't be in the army, I'm pretty sure gay guys were not, a, were not allowed back not then. Not in Asia, no. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. I was yeah. like, this definitely wasn't In my thing. art appreciation class, we're doing uh, Greece right now. And we're just talking Still about how, or no, no, we're doing Rome, sorry. They're very similar. Um, 
But yeah, we're just talking about how gay Rome was. And like, so gay. Because there's this one girl who's like really into Roman and Greek mythology. So she was like, yeah, Julius Caesar was apparently bisexual. It was a whole thing. Who wasn't? And my, and my teacher was like, well, yes, but also everybody was. Like, it was a normal thing. There was no such thing as... Um, heterosexual, bi-gay, bisexual. Exactly. Sexual orientation wasn't a thing because men just did Out of respect for each other. It was like, and that's the, like, they they meet in courtship. And like, um, yeah, I I forgot where I heard about that one from Mm -hmm. because that definitely wasn't in the history books, I can tell you that. She did say that it was frowned upon to be a bottom. Like, <laughs> you yeah. were only a bot. You could really only bottom for people that were like above your station. Ah. I was about to say, then who would be the bottom then? I mean, it's the same thing as oh, all women are hoes and shit. It's like, well, somebody's fucking these bitches. <laughs> like, it's kind of the same thing like that. Talking about um, some, oh, somebody, like, it's frowned upon to get fucked. I'm like, then who, then like, who's doing the fucking? <laughs> right. That's, that was, that's part of the confusion. But okay, I get it. So if they're above your station. <laughs> right. So yeah, that was interesting. Anyway, we're talking about the Golden Globes, and now we're talking about gay sex. I know, um, we're pretty much done with the Golden Globes. <laughs> okay, really quick, so we can actually get into our actual main topic. Yeah, go for it. Uh, the only, like, tea, which wasn't really tea to me, that I found this week, uh, your boy James Charles, who, for those of you who don't your know, boy. like Dwight, is a beauty guru and an influencer at this point. YouTube um, or just social media, period? Originally on YouTube, but now social media. He's really big because he's like one of the biggest beauty gurus on YouTube. Oh, wow. So he's naturally transitioned into being just an influencer in general. Whoa, that's crazy. Beauty guru. Yeah. Blew my mind. Um, (laughs) So he's like 21, 22. So he's a young guy. Oh, okay. He's been accused of grooming a teenager again. Again. (laughs) Again. Gotta love that. (laughs) Again. Um... Yeah, this has happened a few times now. We're on TikTok. Some 16-year-old boy, straight quotations, straight guy, <laughs> will be like, oh, James Charles hit me up in my DMs and was sending me lewd uh, images or blah, mm. asking for them. But then it would turn out to be a lie. <laughs> so this time is honestly no different, although they actually did talk. Uh, James says that the boy said that he was, he lied and said he was 18. Which, honestly, to me, why are you talking to an 18-year-old at, at 21? I I don't know. To me, that's just kind of weird by that's itself. Not, that's not too far. That's three years. But, yeah, I feel like at 21 versus 18, you're in two very different positions in life. I don't think so. At 21, you should be graduating college if you started on time. You and should. at 18, you should be going in. Exactly. You can drink at 21. You can drink at 21. No, you, in the UK, not in America. Oh, you didn't say they were in the UK. You got to give me sex, I don't cover too. UK news, Dwight. Wait, are, is James in the UK? Oh, you're saying, oh, you're saying in eight, you, in UK, you, you can drink at a, as an 18-year-old. Right. So the drinking age here is 21? Yes. Then what's the 18, then? Smoking. You can smoke at 18 and you can sign legal documents. Uh, Join the military. Uh, <laughs> if you please. Uh, that's why at the beginning of the episode you were like, our uh, podcast can officially drink. And I was like, no, it can't. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, look at the looky look. <laughs> Uh, why did you think I was 18? <laughs> I, I just stopped caring. I'm 25 and I'm that's about to be true. 26 in a week. So that's I just true. stopped caring. <laughs> I stopped caring. Well, anyway, um, 
James did confess that they were talking and flirting through Snapchat. Because, oh, like, God. obviously it's a cute guy. And he said he's 18. So they were, I think, sending pictures. Oh. Um, but he says once he found out the boy was only 16, he stopped talking. Whereas the other boy, the boy says they didn't stop talking. And he kept asking him for pictures afterwards. But he has no proof, as usual. And at this point, I feel like, why would you screenshot early conversations before the falling out? On Snapchat. The boy... The boy screenshotted everything, basically. Messy. Right, so it's like you're you're trying to get clout off of this kid who you know is going to fall for the bullshit because he's desperate and wants love. <laughs> so, of course, you, you hit him up and start talking to him. He's going to talk to you as long as you're semi-attractive. And you just know you get clout. But it's like, at what cost? Because, like, what if he went to, like, jail because he wouldn't TikTok clout? Mm-mm-mm. That's not bueno, bruh. But then I also start to think, for, oh, to not even devil's advocate, but like against James Charles, how do you keep falling for this shit? <laughs> At 21 slash 22, however old you are, how do you keep getting tricked into texting, sexting, talking to teenagers? Like, if I were as big as James, or even a, a fraction as big, I would ask for ID. If you have any reason to believe somebody might be below 18, especially for guys, I feel like it's kind of hard to tell. Well, no. No, I don't think it's hard to tell for guys. It's hard to tell for... For women, it's hard to tell because women women wear makeup and women develop early. Mm -hmm. But for boys, y'all are still growing into men well into your 20s. It's also a toss-up, really, for some guys. But yeah, and that's why I say, you know, if there's any doubt that they're above the age 18... X for ID because you're a celebrity and because you've got fallen for the opie dope multiple times. <laughs> mm. so yeah, at that point, it's just best to go, you know, above your own age. And also, stop trying to date these boys on Snapchat and TikTok and try to meet somebody in real life who can verify how old they are. Like, you're James Charles, and he's a good-looking guy, so it's not like you can't find any other guy. Well, calm down. COVID's happening right now. It's kind of hard to happening. find lovers. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just feel like um, fucking Tinder is a thing. Grinder is a thing. <laughs> you, There are other ways besides hooking up with TikTok boys. TikTok boys. <laughs> but yeah, that's that on that. I don't really have anything else to say besides, you know, just do a little better and be a little smarter and stop being desperate. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's, and that's the T T T T T. Tea. That is a tea. Oh my god, I forgot to do my tea, my tea segment jingle, which I forgot what it was anyway. Well, you can, so. I was about to say, you can do it for the outro of the say of that. Uh, I don't remember what it is. I'll just make up a new one. Lexi got the tea, yeah, Lexi got the tea. <laughs> it's really plain to see that Lexi got the tea, uh. Uh, cross it's arms a at the end. Uh, <laughs> a work in progress. I hope you will remember next I week. I won't, don't worry. <laughs> All right, and with that being said, we are going to go ahead and move on to our main topic of the week. Our main topic for this week, folks, is those toxic... As promised, I those, believe we brought it up in the last episode. We definitely did. It definitely sparked a lot of oh, yeah. <laughs> conversation points about toxic people. For sure. So we just decided to do it in this episode... Okay, where are we starting? Because it, it's a lot. It's, it's, it's so much to talk about. When it's we so talk about toxic, to toxic, toxicity itself. I wish, because you made a point in last episode, which 
made us realize we wanted to do this episode, but I forgot what that point was because I was like, "Don't talk about it now." We can talk. That was about actually it. after the episode was already done. And we no, that talking. was during. No, it was after. It doesn't we matter. We have a recording, yeah, <laughs> and doesn't. I'm sure you didn't listen to it. That, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, because you're wrong. <laughs> Speaking of that, no, it's very toxic right there. Okay, so first, let's just go ahead and define what is toxic. What are some toxic traits? What's this about? Yeah, so so yeah, I like I like that. What 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 do you define toxic as? I think toxic is just someone who loves chaos. Mm. <laughs> it, or not even loves it, but doesn't know how to do anything that's not chaotic or handle a situation in a non-chaotic way. I think that'll be my main description of toxic. Okay. I do feel that the word toxic is overused, and I hate that I'm about to use it over and over again in this episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> before they were just called an asshole, but then the mm. word toxic, you know, gained a little traction. So now it's like that's toxic, that's toxic, you're toxic, he's toxic, they're toxic, that's toxic. So yeah, that's kind of how I describe it. How would you describe it? So I describe toxic. I just go off the textbook definition. Google it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going off textbook de- definition, which is. Poisonous. That girl is poison. And just like those words, and just like a poison. bitch with a big butt and a smile. Mm-hmm. Your words, your actions, anything that is doing harm to you is poisonous, aka making you t- 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 toxic. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I go off of it. That's how pretty much I go for. And I actually am on the other side of the spectrum of that, Alexis. With what you said, I actually. Um, not on the completely other side of it, but I feel like it's used the proper amount. I do think a lot of people shout it too much. You don't think it's overused? I don't think it's overused. I think people, I'm about to say, use it too much. I think, <laughs> oh, you know what it is? I think people use it incorrectly sometimes. Right. I don't think it, but I do think it's used um, for the right situation because it can be used for a multitude of things. Mm-hmm. And it's just another one of those words that uh, that we've made slang for bad behavior, bad... Right. That's my. I feel like that's my issue, though. I feel like it's become a blanket term for something you dislike. And I don't always mm-hmm. feel like that's See, how it is. That's, that's what I mean when I say people are using it incorrectly. If, if anybody's using it for something you don't like, that's incorrect. Toxic can be something you don't like, but not everything you don't like. like Ugh, I didn't like that burger from that burger spot. Toxic. That's a toxic burger. Like, no, that's not how you use <laughs> Honestly, that. Burger is so toxic. <laughs> exactly. See, that's not how you. That's an incorrect way of using it. That shorty who was making my Burger King burger was being hella toxic. That's a way to use it. Right. <laughs> right. In some form or fashion of that way. Like so. Like yeah. It's that's that goes into like correctly and incorrectly using that term. That's basically what that goes into. And when I see it, I see when I understand what you mean because you see it as oh, people who use it correctly and incorrectly, uh, everybody's using it is being used too much. Right. I get that. But I see it as the people who use it incorrectly. I don't count them. Mm. I count only the people who use it correctly. And I'm like, you guys are like, that's good. It's okay for it to be a blanket statement for the right things. If you're using it incorrectly, though, you need to check yourself. Right. Most definitely. So that's um, that's how I see the the term, not even the word, the term 
toxic, most definitely. So like, are we um like so are we starting off with like more of like toxic people traits, relationships, like all of traits? It. I just figured we no, just start cover with, it all. What start, we starting with? Yeah, starting like people. People then go into traits, and that trickles kind of into relationships. Well, I wouldn't think it would go people, relationships, traits. Or actually or traits, go, people. Fun patties. <laughs> 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 Um, I think it goes people, traits, relationships, because, um, no, 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 it would go, because actually traits and people are gonna, actually, throw traits out. (laughs) It's gonna go people, and then relationships, and then traits is what we're gonna be talking about for all of it. Because traits is gonna be like, oh, the traits and the people. When I put traits, I mean, like, you specifically. Oh, why it's separate. Oh, what are oh personal are traits? We can do that afterwards then. Yeah. Right. That's why I was saying let's do it last. Okay. Yeah, we can do yeah, yeah, we can do our personal traits last. Yeah. So just jumping into like toxic people and identifying them. So like <laughs> what what are some you know what? That's a broad statement. Like yeah. in like identifying toxic people, that's bullshit. Almost bullshit. Yeah. Because I get it when people say, Oh, that person's toxic. But just like in the movies, well, in the nowadays movies, because back in the day, movies used to be black and white. Oh, he's a bad guy. Like, uh, he's a bully. You know, mm-hmm. it used to be that simple. But now, nowadays, everything is, you know, it's more 3D. Everybody has a story. Mm-hmm. So, and that's more realistic, truthfully, because like people who are bullies at school and stuff, they act that way for a reason because right. some shit going on at home. So like. There are no toxic people. I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna go on record on that one right off the there bat. There are no toxic, there are no toxic people. people but everybody has toxic traits. No. And, and and you're toxic. I feel like the people you think are toxic people. It's not that they're toxic. They're, their whole life isn't toxic. They do charity work or something nice once in a while for somebody who you know they 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 treat their daughter or their siblings or their mother and father like kings and queens. But yeah, probably everybody else they treat like shit. But what I'm saying is nobody's 100% toxic. So I feel like that means nobody is a well, toxic person. You don't have to be 100% of anything to be it. Like, I thought like that's the same way. Like, if we're to take it back to movies, just because the villain had a reason for why they did it doesn't mean they're not evil. You're still evil. You just right. have a reason for being evil. That makes sense as well. <laughs> just like Thanos, <laughs> the best villain ever. Uh, <laughs> you heard it here first, fans. I'm a, I'm a Marvel fan now. Um, but yeah, he had his reasoning <laughs> and his childhood trauma and yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, he, he, wanted, to, to bad he wanted to cut the population of the universe in half. <laughs> that is evil. <laughs> no matter like, how you spin it. I'm a that way... I'm a, I'm, on record. <laughs> I'm a way huger, bigger nerd and Marvel fan than Alexis. Bullshit. And I have yet up to this point <laughs> I'm the biggest once fan. in our whole 18 episodes now found a way to bring up a Marvel yeah, reference. Baby. Yeah, baby. I've never, I've never tried to Take do that. Crown King. <laughs> For everybody who doesn't know, me and Lex just binged over the past month, month and a half, mm-hmm. we just binged the whole MCU. Like, of course, I've already seen it. but Right, but I hadn't seen, all i ever seen is like Iron Man. And Doctor Strange which, and Black Panther. Huh? <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Tell me why, side note. Um, <laughs> uh, when I was with my sister the other day, I literally <laughs> talked about Marvel <laughs> for 
for like 20 minutes straight. Oh, Jesus. I was trying to get her hype about it because I was like, you know, you can use my account. Like, <laughs> me and like this, it was crazy, bro. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> And I was trying to explain, like, everything without spoilers. Right. <laughs> but she just seemed so, like, not into it. She was just staring at the room. <laughs> I'm actually very happy about this. I didn't know you were this into it. I know you liked it. That's why you wanted to continue. But I didn't know you were that much into it. Like, you talking to your sister okay, about so, it. Like, once I saw, like, Endgame, once I saw everything all together, like, I, I just keep thinking about it and how everything was so intertwined and how well it was done and how well the ending was like it just makes me appreciate the whole thing in its entirety mm. so i was like hey jen i got like a, a treat for you <laughs> like i'm about to put her on and she don't even care <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, 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 that's actually because i was trying happen. to get her into wandavision and i was like you know this is what everybody's watching right now like it's a really cool concept <laughs> sure you got if you really want to enjoy it you should watch back the whole thing Right. That just makes sense in my head. Right. Just watch there all the movies. There you go. But, but yeah, I, I don't know if she's gonna do it. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think she will. She doesn't really like movies, especially uh, action movies. Well, so only time will tell. That'll happen. <laughs> nah. Anyway, Thanos is toxic. <laughs> So with what you just said uh, before the Marvel stuff, um, you, you I, I, that actually does make sense. You don't have to be a hundred percent toxic to be a toxic person. I don't know though. It's just like I feel like the toxic traits can outweigh the other traits good you stuff have. in yeah. you. But I don't know. I still don't feel a hundred percent comfortable calling because I feel like that. So pretty- you don't think we should call anyone toxic? The like a whole person toxic? Yes. No. Like, if I'm saying, like, oh, my God, this person is so toxic, is that wrong? You're being toxic can be a thing. Because, like, you know, like, oh, you're being a bitch, but that doesn't mean you're a bitch for your whole life. Like, oh, you're being an asshole. Oh, you're being a fucking dumbass. But if you're a bitch, like, 75% of the time... Then you're just a bitch. You see? It's the difference between being a... I feel like we should treat negative traits the same way we treat positive ones. Like, oh, she's nice. She's a good person. She's cool. She's toxic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, and that's the thing about it. It's it's we don't all say, of that stuff wrapped up in the one. We don't say she's being nice. She's being a cool person. We say you are that. So I feel like we should stick with that trend. So <laughs> say you are toxic as hell. When you're describing someone to someone else, when you're describing a friend to uh, your boyfriend, maybe, and <laughs> you're saying like you usually use multiple traits. And that, that can just be another one that you use. Like, oh, yeah, she's cool. She's awesome. You know, she can be toxic sometimes. You know, she needs to chill out sometimes. But besides right. that, everything's good. That's why we're friends for all these years. Well, first of all, if it was my friend. <laughs> if it's my friend, I'm not going to describe you as toxic. And I think that's the thing. Like, if I think you're toxic, that's kind of the only description you're getting. Well, that's very, that's very single track. Single track I don't minded, think it is I because like. I don't associate with toxic people. My friends aren't toxic. <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't dive into your personality, I don't think, besides your toxic toxicity. Well, that's also something we were going to get into. Like, uh, like what I was going to get into, like, everyone has toxic traits. Everybody, yeah, everybody does toxic things, obviously. But I feel like that's why I feel like it's like a percentage thing. Like, I feel like if you below, like, 25%, <laughs> You're not a toxic person. You just do toxic things. I feel like that's everybody. Like, even if you do 75% toxic things, I still don't think that makes you a toxic person. I just don't feel like you should just be labeling someone with one thing like that. I think you should. I don't know. I think it saves a lot of time. Well, see, then you don't get the whole person. I'm not going to list people's good good qualities. 
I'm not gonna get Hitler was a horrible person. You're not gonna get a good <laughs> amount of that person. Man. You're not gonna get a good amount of that person. Might know man. how to inline skate, but you still Hitler. You know. Well, that's a that's an extreme case. Mm-hmm. That's an extreme case. And plus, it's just like, it's not even about just that person anymore. It's also about you. Like, how are you actually, are you working on becoming a better person yourself? Like, because for me, I'm like, I'm not going to try to describe someone as like a one dimensional character because that's so like well, that's 90s. That's also different. You can't be toxic if you're, you can be toxic, but you're not a toxic person in entirety if you're working on yourself. The only people that I, and this is how I use toxic, like the only people I call toxic are people who do toxic things, who think in a toxic way, and most importantly, are not working on those things. When it comes to that, I feel like, you know, I just say, oh yeah, that person's just like, eh, you know, toxic. they just are who they are. And just like, it's like, I don't like it. And I feel like they can do better, but I'm not going to call anybody to- a toxic person. I, w- I would say people are being toxic i would say that but i wouldn't just say oh that person's a toxic person i mean i think at this point we're just picking at nuances but right (laughs) it's a it's a preference thing right it's just a preference like how some people say oh don't say autistic an autistic person say a child with autism like it's how you rephrase it but at the end of the day i feel like we kind of i was gonna say who the fuck says that (laughs) a lot of people say that really okay that sounds fucking because they're basically saying you know they're a person outside of the autism and it's kind of the same thing you're saying where it's like you have other qualities besides being toxic so don't make that my main descriptor actually that makes sense now yeah (laughs) not out of release to something i'm trying to prove Um, I was about to say, mm, when you say it like that, because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it, and, I, and I'm like, I, um, yeah, it sounds the same, and yeah, that does make sense, but I don't, I don't know, it's, oh, you know what, you know what it is, why I feel it's different, only because when you say toxic, that's automatically 100% a negative thing, when you say, oh, that's an autistic kid, or that's a kid with autism, it's like, oh, that's just something they were born with, born as. You be born with toxicity. <laughs> I've seen it. No, I was can't. born toxic. No, you can't. Yes, you can. No, you can't. You can have a toxic environment, but you can't be born <laughs> no, a toxic you're person. Blood. I'm convinced. No, <laughs> that's not a thing. That's not a thing. <laughs> you can't joke me into that. Nope. Whatever. <laughs> I know the truth. <laughs> so yeah, that's. I feel like oh, that's something they were born with. But, you know, that's also something, like, that's a battle for a different day and different people. Like, I, for one, don't mind. I have, you know, an autistic uh, child. So, you know, I don't mind if somebody had said that. But I do understand, like, people who say that. I'm like, eh, I mean, you know, honestly, I can get that. I do. I understand the autism one better because I do agree. Just being around autistic children firsthand, I know there's more to them than autism. So I get why you prefer it to be said like that. But when the, but the, niggas are still toxic, and I'm just I feel like it's easier to say like I'm not going to dance around there or give you any favors because honestly, if I'm talking about you and calling you toxic, I probably don't really like you very much. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, oh, she has a I'm autistic, she has toxic traits. I'm not going to say that because it's fuck you. <laughs> oh, that person is toxic a lot of the time. Something like that. Uh, I, I, don't know, I just like that's extra. Like for me, because toxic has become slang. So like, if I say you are toxic or she is toxic, I feel like just taking it face value. I'm not saying obviously because I do think it's obvious that no one is 100 percent anything. Right. So yeah, I, I feel like it's a nuanced thing. Maybe we should give people the respect of not calling them one thing, 
but maybe we should. Maybe we should, but also no. <laughs> also, I'm not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just how I speak. I'm just not gonna do that. So just like no. What I'm saying is yes, but because no. like unless all the toxic people band together and say we'd actually rather you not call us <laughs> by this one description. Well, at that point, you'd be saying I prefer all you motherfuckers not be toxic. Like exactly. It's which not is, like which that is why I don't put an effort to switch it up because if you're a toxic person, I one I doubt you care. <laughs> being toxic at all. <laughs> another thing that toxic people do not know that they are toxic. Mm. So what do you think are some differences between women and men when it comes to being toxic? <sighs> well, first of all, I think there can be differences. So let's, <laughs> let's normalize that. I'm joking. Wait, I don't um, even know what you was trying to say there. You I know just, I was joking. Because you were just about. saying like, oh, uh, say people with toxic traits. So I'm like... Uh, they can. Oh, so you're doing the most is what you're saying. Being funny. Oh, that's what okay. I'm doing. And now if my joke isn't landing, that's fine. <laughs> well, I'm not going to be the one to say it. You usually are. What? You said I usually am? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like there are some differences and there are a lot of similarities. Like, I don't feel like it's really exclusive to gender. Right. I feel like, I always feel like women are more calculated about anything that they do. Well, yeah, for sure. But honestly, when it comes to being toxic, I feel like women are more outward in this particular category. Mm, yes, I also agree with that. Right, <laughs> this realization. Just, yes. Just like when our episode, in our episode talk about talking about the differences between male and female friendships, I feel like women can be very toxic in relationships towards slash other friendships. women. Towards other women. Mm-hmm. Towards other women. Shit. Hell yeah. That shit living, y'all. Because uh, uh, <laughs> women can have very wonderful and nurturing female friendships, but yeah. on the other side of the spectrum of that, and the more common side, is that women are in competition. Hold up. So when it comes to women not liking other women, uh-huh. where does that come from? Because a lot of things we talk about usually come from slavery, or if it's <laughs> like something like with a guy, it's like... I mean, if it's something like we talk about, like, oh, where did this thing come from with guys? It's like, oh, that came from slavery. It's like, oh, where did like this thing come from women? Oh, it came from men being ass or something like that. Or and so I'm like, now that I'm thinking about, I'm like, wait, where did this women hate women thing come from? Well, that's from? still you know misogyny based thing or not? You what do you so? call it? Like the whole men rule everything. You're just <laughs> is you that said called it. misogyny? I believe so. It's a man's world. It's very misogynistic. But yeah, I feel like that still comes from that as far as like women. And then like women buying into it. Right. So when do women take responsibility? Well, that's what I was about to say. Just because it's rooted in that does not mean you have the excuse of not working on it Mm -hmm. like yourself. Like, Like when I was saying, I forgot what episode, but we were, was that a podcast episode? Anyway, we had a conversation at one point about the setbacks that black people have Sounds such like as podcasting. yeah but we also had this conversation before the podcast right um the setbacks black people had and why you know people black people are still in the hood years and years after slavery um and how we were saying you know it's a trickle down from slavery but also you still have the ability to work yourself out of the hood right and to want better for yourself so right. yeah this is why but it doesn't excuse it so same thing with your female friendships. 
this is why we can definitely say, oh, we've been raised to kind of see other women as competition to get the man or to get the life or whatever. Exactly. But just because that is why, it doesn't excuse you for, you know, buying into it. You women like shit. Exactly. And at the end of the day, that is still very toxic to do. 100%. Which is something I try, I really try really hard to refrain from being toxic or in competition with other women, in particular black women. But I'm not going to lie and say y'all bitches don't make it hard. <laughs> y'all bitches make it hard for a brother. And by brother, I mean me. <laughs> That's when you say sister. That sounds stupid. Sister. <laughs> make it hard for a sister. Brother sounds more fun. More fun. Yeah, sister. Sister sounds way better. Sister. Um, y'all make it hard for a brother to support you. Because, <laughs> you know, a lot of times I'm the only one on the shit that I'm on. So I mm-hmm. still end up in ridiculous conversations. <laughs> Where I'm the only one like, hey, peace and love, guys. And I'm like, bitch, fuck you. <laughs> we don't want to like you, hoe. <laughs> right. I get that. But yeah, I think that's the main way women are toxic. Women are just really toxic towards each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like men are toxic in romantic relationships. Oh, yeah. I also agree with that. Um, yeah. In terms of like... Depends on like you know it's it's different it's it's little nuanced differences between the genders the races mm-hmm. the cultures where you were born and raised like your situation and your background in life it's all it all comes to play it comes into play when it comes to your toxicity especially your upbringing mm-hmm. so it's definitely mostly that and it you know it just feeds into different things. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going, we're just going to let this conversation go where it goes. Um, because I was thinking when you said, depending on how you were raised, I was thinking about how I was raised to be kind of toxic. Mm. <laughs> like me and my sister have come a very, and Patrice have come a very long way <laughs> from kind of avoiding who we were raised to be. Because uh, okay. like, and my mom really, was really, really nice lady. She was very nice, but she had, you know, some toxic DC bitch traits. And I always think back, and I, me and my sister were just talking about this, and like we forget that our mom was also a DC bitch. Mm. <laughs> so she acted like them a lot of the times, where it was like, oh, like my mom had this whole thing where it's like she ain't had no female friends for real, and she didn't really go out or talk to anybody because everybody was apparently a hater. Mm. <laughs> everybody was sipping on that hater raid, and on it. they were always mad because she was light skinned and she looked good. <laughs> <laughs> that was like her main thing so we were raised in the same way like I remember vividly like in elementary school I was bullied a lot by other girls mm-hmm. um, the main the ringleader of which happened to be an African dark skin girl so you already know my mom said well she's just jealous because you're lighter than her <laughs> she's jealous because you come to school with your hair done every day like mm-hmm. that's why she's really mad and as a young <laughs> little girl of course you just I went with my it mama said, like, right. I was like I'll lick the fuck Kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> in kindergarten. I was like, I look good. That's why these bitches are really mad. So we kind of brought up in this way, and people could tell too that we thought like we were cuter and better mm. because we were raised that way. Right. So it took like a lot of unlearning and a lot of bullying to, <laughs> to be taken down a peg to realize like that's not the reason, sis. I mean, it probably was. I think <laughs> in elementary school, I think it was. And that's and I feel like if it was the reason, it's because their mothers. Mm-hmm. We're probably saying something like that when they were at home, like, oh, these light skinned bitches always think they better than somebody. Right. It's like, and so you know, it's, it's generational. A cycle. It's, exactly. <laughs> it's a generational. And thing. you, you have to, and that's where like you as a person come into play. 
you have to decide mm-hmm. for yourself that you're done. Right. And what, you know, what traits and what thinking do you want to pass carry on, on mm-hmm. and pass on to the next generation? Exactly. For me, I don't want to carry on colorist ideas to my children or even, you know, have them in my mindset for myself. Like I really try because I know how much colorism has affected me. Even as a lighter brown skinned woman, <laughs> it still affected me and affects me to this day. So that's like something I left with my mom's generation. Like you can have access. <laughs> I don't really want that. Yeah. And like for me, when it came to my family upbringing, um, even though I am brown as fuck, okay. I'm just like brown pretty much. I'm, a, I'm, I'm like a shade or two lighter than brown. But still very much brown you, skin. You know what? You just have like reddish undertones or yellowish reddish undertones. So you look lighter. Maybe to y'all. Especially to me, face. I feel like I'm just like a to me, you're light brown. Skin. It See, really, it that's matter. very weird. But yeah, I've always considered you light skin. That's very weird. Uh, when we stand by stand side by side, we look the same color though. Because we are. And maybe I'm just lighter than I think I am because of the years of bullying for my skin complexion. I always see myself as a little darker. What does that say? We're both brown as far as I was concerned. And like, even though I'm that, it's so weird because it's multiple people in my family who have a skin tone like mine, Mm -hmm. but I guess it also had to do with my name, but like they called me white boy. They're the white boy, like white boy. Like what up white? I was like- I mean, it's probably also a lot of people with personality. Uh, yeah, no, that's just, too, your personal interests differ from your family 100% to right. this day. Even like, it's so funny, every time we go around your family, like all of his brothers have this rich DC accent. <laughs> rich. And it's an accent that <laughs> oh, Dwight shit. couldn't even pretend to have. Bullshit. You I'm a great actor. You can't do the accent, Dwight. The hell I can't. I've heard you try. <laughs> I, that was me joking. I could, I'm you an actor, damn it. I'm an actor, damn it. I, barely, I, I can do the accent. I'm an actor. It's a difference. <laughs> they have this like, rich deep tone <laughs> stop saying like, rich look, because we never first of all i say i'm saying so funny i'm saying it intentionally because we never ex- we never describe like hood uh things as rich or beautiful so okay. like that's why i call it rich because it is rich it's, it's, it's deep like it's the roots that's <laughs> <laughs> you the dc in your voice like that's how deep it is yeah that is very true because even people who i work with not even at my current job like at my current job but like pretty much everywhere i, I work which has always been the dmv mm-hmm. they would ask me hey yo do i where are you from <laughs> and yeah. i'd be like oh i was born and raised in dc they'd be like really i yeah. couldn't tell that's so the same yeah that makes sense I said when i met you i thought you were from virginia like me God, you talk like me. One <laughs> guy fucking said he thought I was from Ohio. Ohio. That's fucking so Ohio. random. He, he, it, was, it was so random. He didn't have a reason for it. He literally just said he just Ohio. He gave me Ohio vibes. <laughs> <laughs> like what? I was like, I've met people from Ohio. <laughs> no. <laughs> I definitely don't seem like I'm from Ohio. I do get that you don't understand I'm from D.C., but I feel like yeah, that's why I just come at things with a blank slate. I don't assume. I don't guess I don't you know it's just like I don't the only thing I assume from time to time is gender that's it that's the last thing you should assume the last thing yeah no I'm not about to get on that that no. culture vulture um um bandwagon I How's assume that culture vulture? because it's not I don't feel like it's wrong to assume I feel like it's okay to question not question, that's the wrong word. I feel like it's okay to wonder. 
and not be sure. And it's okay to ask a question, not question, but ask a question and oh, ask yeah, to no. be sure. And people who are, you know, non-binary or trans, they say if you're unsure, ask. But that, that's and that's about what it. I'm saying. It's it's wrong to assume, but it's not wrong to ask. And you that, don't assume because you can't ask. But that's the thing about it, though, because some people are just non-binary mm-hmm. who, and like, you know, n- n- they're not trans, they're not anything. They haven't done any procedures or anything. They were born a man or a woman. And then, you know, they went through life like that. And then, you know, when they decided they wanted to be non-binary, when that happens, then I still assume like, oh, I met you. You're a woman. And then when you correct me, I feel like it should just be that. Is it not? Have you ever experienced a case where it wasn't? I haven't experienced exactly. anything like Done. that. No. <laughs> because whenever it was a situation like that, I just feel like it is cases like that in the world. I don't think it is. But whenever I ran into a case of like somebody was trans or someone was... Um, Non-binary. I've never ran into a non-binary person yet. But yeah, it's when it's trans, it's always like, not even always, but sometimes it's just like, if it comes up and like, I know at Hobie two or three years back, I had someone in my group who was, and you know, they told, they told me right away and um, they were like, oh, if it comes up, just try to make sure you facilitate it to make sure nobody like, you know, gets offensive or anything. But it never did came up and it never did come up. And I was like, oh, look at that. It never even came up. Well, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I think like, any mature person, like naturally people are going to have questions if you are non-binary or if you're trans. But I'm like any okay, normal person is just going to be like, like if I know my gender is confusing, I feel like I would just be like, these are my pronouns. Like when we introduce that is, Alexis, that's she, exactly her. what we um what we do now. That's what we right. do now, Toby. But yeah, I would love to meet a non-binary person. I, like I want to know how yeah. you come to that decision. I've never met a non-binary or a trans person in my life, and I it's so funny to think that. Oh, you haven't met a trans person? No, and I feel like I have, but I haven't. Huh. I just feel like, you know, I watch a lot of content creators who may be trans or non-binary, so I feel like, oh, yeah, I've experienced that, but I actually haven't. Oh, okay. That makes sense. But what were you talking about when you were, like, you know, growing up, uh, you light skin? You right, so when I was growing like, uh, yeah, going back to, like, the... Um, white boy water grease hair. The, going back to, like, the toxic traits you don't want to pass on to your family mm-hmm. is just, like, that type of deal. And it's, like, I understood it was because I was different but yeah. also at the same time, it didn't, I know as a child, like now, I know and I don't care because I'm like, oh, it was either just a nickname or it was just their way of relating to me. Because, you know, when when somebody who's in the family who doesn't act like everybody else in the family, you're confused and you don't know how to right. fucking handle that. So you try your best to, even though it may suck. Right. But as a child, I didn't like that at all. Mm-hmm. I was like, I felt... um. Not even true. I don't want to say isolated. Um, I felt like I really felt like they viewed me as a white person, Mm -hmm. which as a black man, I felt with no white in my system made me feel shitty. That is wrong. Just for that. I feel like when black people do that, they are accidentally or maybe not accidentally, but accidentally uh, saying that black people act one way and that is ghetto and hood right so it's like you're putting this narrow stereotype on yourself at this point because when you see a brother who is a little different who it has different interests who isn't interested in hood shit you ostracize him and you make him out to be this like weirdo in the family which is why celebrate like oh this man like i feel like 
if that was like my kids, it would be like, okay, Harvard, like <laughs> you might get a nickname, but it's gonna be some positive shit. Like, okay, millionaire of the family. <laughs> it has it has switched up my thinking too as an adult because I view myself as like not a traditional black man. And like and that's not right, first of all. It's just like what's a traditional right. black man? That's stupid. But like, like that's forty ounce on the stoop. Exactly. <laughs> like that's not even a thing a traditional black man. But like that's how I viewed myself as a long time. That's why I used the term Oreo. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just pretty much just using it for my for, um, for my show, and because it is still a term people use and stuff like that. So like, and pl- but now it's just so many. It's like oh, I can say blurred and it's just black nerd and a blurred, like blurred Oreo. You know, I feel like blurred is remember. an accurate description of what it really is. Like I am. I'm black <laughs> let's get that straight and i'm a nerd and i feel like nerd is colorless like i i used to i just started getting a little bothered by the term oreo just because you know whenever people say oreo like you know black on the outside white on the inside and i use that because other people right? said it but exactly. it still reinforces that your interests are white <laughs> when, it's, when it's not when it, they're very much black because i'm black while doing it they're kid. very black actually <laughs> exactly so that's my like, only beef with that term but i get you know it's become more than just the white on the inside and it's kind of just a term people use now Right, and it's and it's so weird because it's like, oh, it's like that's how I started, and that's still kind of the basis for it. Is like, um, like what my boy Donald Glover said, and that's where I got the term from. Even though I'm, I know he's he didn't create it, but mm-hmm. that's where I got it from. And like, I just basically use his definition for it, which is like, oh, you know, too black for the white people and too white for the black people. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird, like that's even a thing that ever had to be a thing. Right. And like, I, you know, back then I loved it because I was like, oh, it describes me perfectly. But like, you know, nowadays it's like, oh, you know, it's a term that, you know, I use for the show and just for, um, just for simplicity's sake. I mean, because everybody knows what the term means. Exactly. <laughs> it's used uh, enough that people understand the meaning without, I guess, trying to dissect it too much. Like, right. we all know what the term Oreo means. I've all either been the Oreo or have experience with the Oreo. <laughs> what I don't like is when people, I haven't gotten in a long time, but that's mostly because I live in Maryland it's now and we've wrong. been COVID. So, oh no, people would still say like, like when they assume, like people at work assume I wasn't in, it's like, it's hints of it in there. What, what I'm talking about is when people are like, oh, you don't speak black or like, oh, you talk white which I used to get all the time when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard it in like a few years now, but I I get hints of that vibe mm-hmm. when people say, oh, I couldn't tell you were from DC. Right. It's like, oh, everybody has to talk like you to be from where you are. Right. And it's not it's even different just parts a of DC, DC bro. It's Come a on. black DC. Right. Because they're, you know, in what, what do you call it? Northwest. <laughs> That's all, all the white people slash well off people. And they don't talk with a DC accent. Exactly. They talk like normal white people. And you wouldn't tell <laughs> them. <laughs> what is another term we shouldn't say? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Yeah, they talk what most would call normal, and you don't say you don't sound like D- you're from you DC. Proper English. You just like, oh, that's nice. You're from DC. Cool. Right. I was like, <laughs> and I, I feel like that's black, how she's addressed. Like, you don't sound like you're from the hood of DC. What if I'm not from the hood, nigga? I am, by the way. <laughs> I am, but how rude of you to assume? <laughs> I'm from one of the oldest. <laughs> is that I'm from one of the oldest hoods in DC, Saratoga, but like you were like and like. 
back when I was in high school, when I told people that, they were like, what? What? Because, like, that's one of those legendary, oh, like, um, hood, um, hood, um, hood blocks, Mm -hmm. like Saratoga. It's one of those. So people were really surprised when they heard, when they hear I'm from there. And I'm like, yeah, you know, well, you know, people are people. So we're going to end up different. Right. One way or another. Right. The only thing, like, because I definitely, obviously, I thought the same thing pretty much when I met you. It was like, oh, you don't talk like you're from D.C. Uh, you don't talk like the people that I've experienced <laughs> from D.C. Right. But it was more so interesting to me because I always wonder how that happened. Because <laughs> even, like. I want to do this then. Yeah, because, like, even, because um, I had to, like train the accent out of me like because there is such a thing as a dmv accent in general right like which obviously originates from dc and then it kind of spreads out to the rest of the dmv so we have in virginia we have a bit of a watered down dc accent it's very watered down though right Um, so like around middle school i really picked up the dmv accent and then i decided i hated it (laughs) (laughs) so i had to train it out of me so it's like it's very interesting how you resisted the accent all your life because even at one point i talked like that even like if i get angry if i'm around certain people it does pop back out yeah i do hear it when you like get angry exactly or if i get hyped like it it, it just comes out but with you when you're angry you're like shit (laughs) god damn it I don't know. My English <laughs> lesson stuck with me. I don't know what to tell right. you. <laughs> I, I really don't so that's know. Always, it's always been very interesting to me how you out of four brothers are the only one that didn't pick up the, the accent. Right. That <laughs> is very weird. Now that I think, like, you, when you put it like that, it's even weirder than I originally thought because I'm like, I've never purposefully made sure I never talked like right, that. Right. Because it takes work for me to talk like this and not talk a little deeper. <laughs> And a little bit more hood, but you—it's just, it's just, it's just your voice. It's your tone. I don't know. Maybe it was the shows I watched. Maybe I don't know. I, I watched. Then that's another thing. I'm like very much like I'm such a drink. I'm such a culture vulture. Culture vulture. It's like I, 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 I like I, I eat up and like I watch multitude of cultural shows and um not cultural shows but shows from different cultures that are influenced by different cultures, but from all around the world. And like not to say I'm a worldly man, but just to say like. Like it's 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 just I don't know I, it's hard it's hard to explain because it's like we were all four of us were raised in the same household by the same right. two parents right but we all ended up like different but I ended up the most different yeah like by far I ended up the most different right like of course everybody's different but like I ended up way more different than my other three brothers my other three brothers are more alike than I am to any of them. So it's just like, I always found that interesting. I was like, same household, same everything. And like, we just ended up picking up different things. You know, we right. have, and it's it's not many years between all of us. My first brother was 90. And then my second brother was two years after. And then I was three years after him. And then my younger brother is three years after me. And even my younger brother still acts more like my older two than right, I do. Right, so it just like skipped you for some reason. So it's just like, it's very, I don't, I, I, I really don't know how Right. I really don't know how to how to. I do like that you guys are like able to still interact and joke around, even though like you're different people. Oh yeah, you know when you when you when you were raised together, you know it just it just happens naturally. Right. Like with you and your sis. I mean, only because me and my sister, for the most part, we're always close, except for a good maybe two three years as teenagers. Yeah. But yeah. From what I can tell, it didn't seem like you were very close to your brothers until you got like a little older. Even then, we would still. 
take in the same media and stuff. So we always had inside jokes. And yes, I did not like them for a good amount of time. Mm-hmm. And you know, but that's sibling stuff, period. Just like you and your sis, like you just say like two or three years or something like yeah, that. You bitch. Uh-uh. <laughs> but like, yeah, like, you know, it's been a long time since I was like, oh, I don't like my brothers. So like, yeah, that's just sibling stuff though. So right. that's how that is. Right. No, I feel that. But back to this toxicity. Right. Because that was, even though it was about like, oh, not wanting to pass down toxic traits, we did kind of get a well, little bit Well, that's why I was like, I'm just going to let it, let the compilation go where it must. Because we only have like three or four points we wrote down for real. So it's like, if we bear off, because we always do. <laughs> that's more, yeah, that that's, and like I told you before, that's more so like when we get to a stopping point and we're not entirely sure what to say next or where to go next, we just go back to that. That's right. more so what that's about. Right. Right, so with that being said, I'm going back to it. <laughs> so that was a good touch on um, toxic people and not and then also yeah, not one of exactly like generational that toxicity, if you will. Right, generational toxicity. I like that. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, we should coin that because you know such a thing like. Um, generational curses kind of links mm. into that but yeah generational toxicity is definitely a thing oh 100 and we're coining that shit <laughs> yeah you don't don't pass your toxic traits down to your like right. you want your kids but to be better that, teach them to be okay, better okay yeah and i'm not done with this topic because <laughs> that is also a good reason i feel like a lot of people have children before they have dealt with themselves mm. and that is a very very easy way to pass on toxic traits I'll be the first one to say I definitely did. Sure did. <laughs> I, I had kids way before I was ready. Right. And as you see, like with you and, you know, their mothers, y'all are still growing as people. Right. So like, it's it's confusing <laughs> to try to raise kids when you're trying to raise Figure yourself. yourself right. Which is why, you know, I, I, it's not why. I think I will credit myself in saying that I've been smart about not having kids. <laughs> But honestly, it's a little bit of luck that just got thrown in there too. But I know <laughs> yeah, everybody I'm, had their slip-ups. Right. But I have not chosen to have children. And the main reason for that is because I know that I have a lot of shit to do with, with myself and a lot of unlearning and learning to do with myself. Because I would hate <laughs> to have a child who acts well, I would bless that a child that acts like me right now. <laughs> but maybe like a child that acted like me at 19. Imagine I had a child at 19 and I just had a child that acted like that. Mm. I would hate it. <laughs> and honestly, when you have a child, your personal growth kind of stagnates a little bit because all your focus goes on to your child. And just for the record, really quick, um, even though you when you do actually end up in a situation like that, because, you know, a lot of people always say, oh, when is the right time? Or, oh, will I ever actually be ready to have a There's child? No and then, of course, you <laughs> always have like it's always something about yourself you want to or need to work on. And if there isn't, you're problematic as fuck. <laughs> yeah. So obviously it's never gonna be the perfect time, but there is what I was saying was I wasn't ready. When I said I wasn't ready to have kids when I did, it's because I was still very young and I feel like no one should have children that young. Well, I believe I was 17, 18 when I had my very first child. So like, it's like definitely way too young. Didn't even know if I wanted to go to college yet at that point, right. let and now alone. Right, you kind of don't have that option. Uh, Not now, but I'm saying say. once you find out you're about to have a baby on the way, as that say, option becomes pretty <laughs> hard to go with. I was going to say, it becomes a more difficult choice, yes, but it's not possible. A little easier for you as the father, honestly. But it's still, for anybody that wants to be a part of the child's life, 
and play an active role, it's going to be very hard to choose to go to college. Right. That's 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 a whole other thing, though. That's a whole nah, other thing. It's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> that's I a whole other thing. That is because it is that is more difficult. But we're going in more topic of like teenage pregnancy at that point. That's more okay. of a topic about that. So what are we talking about? We're talking about <laughs> like how how are you supposed to have a child when you're yourself toxic? Oh yeah. If you still have toxic, because teenagers are some of the most toxic people on earth. Oh, definitely. But for sure, so like having a child at that point is woo, almost no bueno. Right. <laughs> like to be completely honest, but like, I was just setting the record straight, saying like that's why I mean I wasn't ready, and like and those toxic traits led me to horrible decisions in my life, um, that led to me not clearly not being ready to be a father. So definitely those were things that needed to be worked on um, beforehand. Right. That would have been way better for not only I, but for the children themselves. Exactly. Because like they if don't you have, got your they shit together. have to pick up on those traits and unlearn them after you right. have. Because like I always consider like me, my sister, and my mom grew up together. Like, and my mom was in her 20s <laughs> when she had kids. So it's, she wasn't necessarily young. She wasn't too young. But I wouldn't have had a child at 21. Oh, 21. Okay. You just had 20s at first. No, Um, yeah. She was 21 when she had my sister and about 23 when she had me. Yeah, that's a sweet spot, some would say. Right. So she wasn't too young. But I think as far as her personal development, my mom never got the chance to really grow as a person and figure out what she wanted out of life. Right. So, like, you know, it was kind of, it was interesting to watch her grow as a woman as we were growing, like, as children. Oh, Tia, and that is literally the next best thing you can do because... Obviously, just because you're still somewhat of a toxic person, um, just because you're somewhat being toxic and you still decide to have children doesn't mean, oh, well, that's it for me. It's no change in that. And that's, yeah, that's a point I definitely want to emphasize that it's not impossible. It just makes it harder because any good parent wants to put all their energy into the child. It is literally never too late to change as a person. No, you can literally be in your 50s. It's harder. All old dogs and new tricks and all. I'll give you that. It's harder. But it's not impossible. I don't even, to be honest with you, because I feel it's all mindset. I don't think it is harder when you're older. I don't think so. It's harder to unlearn things. It's harder when you've been doing something for decades and to all of a sudden be told that it's wrong. I feel like you're more stubborn when you're older, but that's about it. And that is a hurdle. And that's what makes it hard. (sighs) I'm not, we're not talking about physical. (laughs) We're talking about the mental gymnastics you have to do. Gymnastics. Even for you at 25, it is hard to get you to change the way. <laughs> That's bull. It is not bull. That's what? Wait, wait, wait. You're, you make it sound like it's something specific. Even if it was, I'm not going to put you out on Front Street. I would actually want to be put out on Front Street about it. Well, again, like, look, <laughs> I do not put people on blast in front of everybody else. What you dumb niggas don't understand about that? I don't. I don't. I will never understand. <laughs> I don't. I. I don't think it is anything hard to change. I feel like I don't think it's hard to change it. Oh, excuse me. I'm not saying that right. It. <laughs> I feel like it. Like I said, it's all a mindset thing. I don't want to say it's oh, like it's mental gymnastics. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. Walk through the door. Walking through the door itself. I feel like can be challenging, but not like if you put your mind to it, you can do it. Well, we're not talking about something as easy as walking through a door. We're I talking like about changing a core personality. 
damn, the a fact core that it was part of your personality. Oh, Jesus, that's a little too much. Yeah, I didn't know it was a core personality it's trait. It's not core, but it's something that you have been. And this isn't even specific anymore. I'm just talking, just for the right. record. Um, if it's something that you have been doing for a long time, something that is how you process things. Because mm-hmm. toxic traits can also be about how you choose to process things. Right. If you're trying to change that, you have to find a new process and understand why your process is wrong. And even if you understand it, your brain has a brain of its own. And that's why. And it goes with what is easiest to do. So it's going to go with the way you've been doing things for 25 years. And that's why I said I am one of the most open people on earth. Because what you just said is not hard for me. Performing it, it depends on what we're talking about. But in terms of in practice, that. I don't feel like that is hard. When it comes to performing, I feel like, okay, yeah, of course I will have a couple of, like, for example, when we speak on like using pronouns, proper pronouns, and uh, like, you know, asking people for their proper pronouns and whatnot. And like the assuming the gender thing. Mm -hmm. Like for using that, for example, if somebody actually told me the core thing that was wrong about that, not even the core thing that was wrong about that. Because I feel like I'm using the wrong phrase here because I keep saying, assuming the gender. Because I was like, I don't want to say that because it may be not the right one. So let's skip that for now. A, a better example. <laughs> I feel like a better example for that would be, let's see here. So in terms of like having something, having a way to do something in your mind that you are, that you've been doing for a long time, as you say, mm-hmm. and then having to change that. I feel like I've done that before. But then, of course, afterwards, there'll be a few slip ups. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, let's go back to the um, uh, like, let's say if uh, Bruce Jenner mm-hmm. switching over and becoming Caitlyn Jenner, mm-hmm. um, which is her true identity, whatever the case may be when she switched over to Caitlyn Jenner, I feel like the easy part for everybody else should be to understand that's what that person wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And um, like, you know, that's who they really want to be. Mm-hmm. That's the easy part. Right. I feel like that's the part with the mental gymnastics you were talking about. I was like, no, that's not that's gymnastics. Not gymnastics. That's walking through a door. The mental gymnastics is the part that comes next where it's the having to keep remembering to do it and having to stop calling her him. See, that's, that's the thing the about gymnastics. it. I don't think that's I don't think that's gymnastics. I feel like it's difficult. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, saying I'm saying mental gymnastics as some a difficulty. I'm not saying it's excruciating. <laughs> no, I can't do it. Stop using the things I say so specifically. <laughs> no, 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 because I was just thinking like, oh, I don't think that's mentally. I just feel like, oh, you know, it would, because if you actually truly accept it for what it is, I feel like at that point, you're only going to have a few slip ups after then, if at all. And then after that, it'll be smooth selling. I, I guess. If you truly. But I feel like you're also taking something as simple as going from him to her <laughs> and comparing it to changing as a person. Oh, you think that's simple? <laughs> yes, I do. For anyone who truly accepts the trans community, it is simple. Now, if your issue right. is if accepting you, the trans community, that is that's something. That's the gymnastic hurdle. Exactly. Oh, uh, well, see, so that's I why I your said, comparison was a little off. Okay, it might, yeah, it most likely was. <laughs> 
because I was all over the place. I'll be honest about that. That was that's a clear one to be honest about. But yeah, that's why I right. think I'm just like okay, so so open. Let me like I'll give you an example, and th- this is to dive example. into my personal toxic traits. I do want to starve, save that all for a little bit longer. Um, um, we should probably begin into you think we can? it. Okay. okay. So to I guess to usher that in, then um, an example for me is to a toxic trait of mine is saying things such as wrong hoe nigga like if your man says remember that time or like Dwight and I went to Dave and Buster's for Valentine's Day he says oh yeah like that last time was Dave and Buster's I said that wasn't me (laughs) the old me would have said nah nigga wrong bitch (laughs) you did say that Lex no I didn't I said that wasn't me you're right. You said that, and then I insisted it was. And I said, stop saying that because you're pissing me off. Oh, okay. Yes, that because is. Because I was attempting to refrain from being petty and saying, you're thinking of your other bitch. But she did say a lot. Which I have said a lot. Have said. <laughs> but, but I don't know. And it's harder for other people to notice when you stop doing something unless you point it out. And I'm not the type to point it out. But I have. I am. I know you are. <laughs> but because I'm not toxic, I wasn't going to point it out. <laughs> mm <Mm-mm. laughs> Um, but it's something that I have been working because I know it's annoying and I hate when Dwight does it to me. Like, I hate when he says, oh, you're saying that you're other than the, the, or, the three times in our whole time of knowing and each that's other, all I, I got to do it. And that's all I need to realize. I hate it. <laughs> it's like saying, it's like, I'm not, I'm not trying to make it a competition. I'm just so, saying, like, Lex did it, like, 1,600 times. I literally only got the chance to do it, like, three saying, times. that's all I need to realize. It was annoying. <laughs> it's, and no, no, I wasn't trying to like make a conversation. I was just pointing it out because it's funny to me. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> like, like my dumbass fucking gave you the opportunity to do it like sixteen hundred times. Like you've only slipped up like three times. That's exactly. how bad my memory and is. And a lot of times it was it was the wrong code, and that's what encouraged me to keep, almost every time I to keep. Okay, what? I didn't need to aim it for that. Wait, 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 wait. What did you say? Because I probably heard you wrong. I said, and a lot of the time, it was the wrong hoe. Like, you weren't thinking, it wasn't me. Right, I was confirming you correct. And I'm saying, I didn't need to aim in for that. Oh, okay, no, no, Nobody wants to hear, oh yeah, I was thinking of my other girlfriend. We dealt, but I was just thinking we dealt with that when it happened, so I didn't think it was a big deal. No, you never confirmed it was the wrong hoe. Okay. If anything, I honestly, and that's why it's toxic, because a lot of times I would say it, but I would also think, I would also think that he's probably thinking of something he did with his friends. So when you confirm, oh, I was thinking about my (laughs) ex-girlfriend, that's annoying and I'll beat your ass. (laughs) Anyway, um, I realized how annoying that was for me to hear it, especially in particular when you're innocent. So that's why I stopped doing that. But it is hard to stop saying it because it's like a trigger thing. Like, it's just like, my brain is like, oh, I know what to say to that. Like, oh, I didn't do that with him. Tell him wrong, bitch. <laughs> that's how my brain processes that. Now, then I have to say, no, I'm not going to say that because it's annoying. <laughs> and it's toxic to assume he's thinking about another woman because then you're uh, backhandedly accusing him of cheating on you. I think I was thinking of the bowling alley that we went to the bowling alley. Yeah, but, sure. yeah. Nice saved away. Uh-uh, don't say anyway. <laughs> But yeah, that's more of an example of mental gymnastics is having to like go in manual mode for a minute and tell yourself not to say or do something. Right. That's the mental gymnastics. Because I, I know it's wrong. I know why I don't want to do it anymore, but it's still hard to get my brain to get up to speed. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So that was actually a good example of like, oh, your toxic trait and a good example of the gymnastic, mental gymnastics you were talking about. Mm-hmm. So like, do you believe you are a toxic person? Not at all. Are you sure? Do you think I'm a toxic person? Not at all. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm a toxic person and I don't think I'm a toxic person because I work really hard to not be a toxic person. Like, I put in a lot and a lot of effort to work on myself and not do things that I would consider are toxic. That being said, I do have toxic traits. We all do. Um, I can't think of them right now. Hold on. <laughs> in the meantime, between time, do I, do you think you're a toxic person? I do not believe I am being toxic most of the time. <laughs> that was toxic. No, it was not. <laughs> now, see, that's an incorrect usage of the word. Well, it was annoying the at the very least. But there you go. Annoying is not toxic. It is to me. Uh-uh. When you're purposely annoying somebody, you're being toxic. I'm not, I wasn't purposely annoying you. I was making sure I was using what I said earlier and putting it into practice. Because I don't truly think anyway, anybody's a toxic person. You don't think you're toxic 100% of the time? No. I do believe, I do know, I have toxic traits like we all do. And do you know them offhand right now? So, I don't because I am so great at working on them. Or are you so great at ignoring them? That Maybe that's it, actually. <laughs> do you do you notice any toxic traits? I was going to get to that later. After I would like, no, let's get into it now because well, I, no, I want I'm you to unsure tell me, about mine. Okay. I'm going to do mine first. Go for it. My toxic trait is that I'm very good at figuring out... um, I I feel like I know how to get under people's skin very easily. But do you do it? Yes. Okay, there we go. (laughs) Um, Like, if you are toxic, I know how to irritate a toxic person (laughs) very well. Obviously, I know how to get under my boyfriend's skin very well. What the fuck you do? Um, I only do it when necessary. Mm. Like <laughs> that's the thing about it. <laughs> when you're being toxic, it seems very necessary. No, it, it's not. It's if really not always necessary. But if you're not, but if you're actively trying not to be um, toxic, you will never think it's necessary. But here's my my main thing um, that may be considered toxic is like if Dwight and I are arguing and. Um, <laughs> I, if I feel like he's being toxic, I will give off an air as if I don't care. Because <laughs> I feel like the most irritating person who is trying to get under your skin is to act like you don't care. So that's like a thing that I, I do a lot. But I don't know if it's, I feel like it's only toxic because I the, my intentions behind it. Like because I'm trying to annoy you. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing it's toxic because in the grand scheme of things, it's probably best to ignore a person who's trying to irritate you. But I know the effect it'll have on you or anybody. So, when it comes to your toxic traits, tell me if this is toxic or not. Because I don't know, like, what what is it toxic because I deem it to be, or is it your intentions behind it? I think it's intent. I mean, what is it? What do you think is toxic? Is that so, about me? Yes. Okay. Like when we are having a... A spat. Disagreement. <laughs> um, and I pointed this out to you uh, not too long ago when we had our last one a little, a little while ago, maybe last or two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't had one in like a two, one and a half, two weeks now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anywho, um, that wasn't toxic. That was just a lame 
temp at being funny. Um, exactly. <laughs> you got to know the difference, people. Um, but um, my thing was when we were having a disagreement and you felt like it wouldn't get anywhere, you shut down completely uh-huh. and you just kind of you just was like, all right, well, I'm done talking about this. And I was trying to say my last thing, but you were like, well, I'm done. So we're not talking about it no more. And later on, we picked, we did pick it back up. And um, I remember you were saying, you had said like, oh, I don't, we weren't going to come to a common ground on it, the white. So I just wanted to be over. And I was like, I get that. And that's how things are. Sometimes two people or more won't come to a common ground, but I still want it to be heard. Right. So do you think that like, because I know your intention was just to stop the whole thing altogether so the healer can start. That was your intention, I believe. Right. But like you just said, it's not about intention. Oh, wait, it is about intent. I intention. said it was about intent. Yeah, it is about intent. So like you, from my from my view, you were being toxic. I get that. And that's why uh, last night I asked you if you thought that I was a problem starter or if I was toxic. Because that was something that me and my sister were literally just touching on. Because mm-hmm. I, I do shut down. And any situation where I am done, <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I don't want to give that example. But if I got an issue with you, <laughs> I tend to say what I have to say and then I don't respond anymore. Like the conversation is over and you are blocked. Right. And I just noticed that that transcends our relationship where like, yeah, right. if, if I'm done arguing with you, I, I'm done. Right. And that's just how it is. But it's the same thing. Every, and, but I'm an equal opportunist, you see, because I'm like that with everybody, apparently. Mm-hmm. I say what the fuck I got to say. And I don't want to hear the rest of it. If, especially if you believe the person isn't trying to solve the problem. And that and that's what it is. Like originally my intent is well and often accurate a lot of the time. Cause like the only time I, I feel like I do this with people who don't know how to talk out things properly. Like I wouldn't shut down on my sister because she knows how to communicate with me. Right. But for people who just want to argue or put me in my place or have the last word, which I find that you like to have the last word a lot then and that's another thing with getting under your skin or anybody any toxic person's skin like i know you want it so bad i'm not gonna give it to you <laughs> i actually noticed that the other day when we were doing something it didn't turn into an argument but it was like a little thing that if one of us wanted to make it a bigger thing it could have been but of course we didn't because we're you know we didn't like, what's happy. the point like what's the exactly because we're happy it's like what's the point but i did notice that you had said something and i was thinking in my head does she want the last word or she just doesn't want me to have it? And I was like, I don't care about this, so I'm not going to say anything mm. else. That's interesting. I wonder which what that was because I don't remember. It was, it, I don't, <laughs> I say it was the other day, but it could have been a while. Ago. Right. <laughs> but I remember that being the thing one time before. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I personally, and I feel like that's one of your toxic traits. I do 100% think you, you need to have the last word because there will be a time we're just going back and forth. And I'll be like, okay, fine. And you'll be like, all right then. And then I'll say something else. All right then, like something else just to get the, yeah, I told you. <laughs> so when it comes to that, the that. The that. <laughs> the that, the that. <laughs> when it comes to that, I, the what what I do is, and I was just about to jump into that. When, when people are having a conversation, I want it to be known that both, because I don't like repeating shit and I don't, I definitely don't like it when the other person's repeating shit. I heard you say that stance point already, move to the next one. 
So I don't like repeating and I don't like being repeated too. So my thing is, if we both come together, we both say what the problem is, we both are understanding of the problem, we both acknowledge the problem by saying, okay, all right, I hear you, I'm sorry about that, something like that. And just in response to make sure I heard you. And so I that's what I want from the other person too. And when that happens, I feel like, okay, so either we're gonna come to a compromise or if we both don't agree, we both got heard and we both, or one of us say, okay, well, it looks like this is not gonna be solved. And then like, I'm like, shit, but I guess not. Do you feel like you just want to make the final call? Cause I feel like, you know, if I say, okay, we're not gonna solve anything and I stop talking, you always feel like, oh, well, I need to keep talking to you because you're not done. So when that happens, it's, it's, I only do that because you didn't, you never acknowledged my point. Like, don't get me wrong, you would acknowledge points, but that lad, like the, the uh, argument that I'm thinking of that the, our last argument, when you shut down and I kept trying to say that last sentence, I wanted you to acknowledge that and then I would have been done with it too. But I was, I still had that one sentence in the tank and I didn't care if I got the last word, but I did want to get my last standpoint out there, my last statement out. You see what I mean? I see what you mean, but I feel like it still can be viewed as you just having the last word and ending the conversation. Cause I don't well, feel like I ever really get to end the conversation. Like I kind of have to listen, even if I'm saying Dwight, okay, I don't care. I'm done. I have to listen to you until you decide that you're done. Well, for that one, I feel like I don't, because I know I don't need the last word. I know I don't. I get, I understand why you believe that, mm -hmm. but I know for a fact, I don't need the last word. When I have a statement though, you know, because, you know, like when you're going back and forth, people are like, oh, that last thing you just said, let me tell you on the contrary. And then uh, like when I say something, it's like, oh, well, I have something on the contrary of that. But as long as we stay on the, the main topic, it's all good. Like when you try to say, oh, well, what about that other time? I'm like, whoa, no, no, let's not bring other times into this. Let's stay relevant to the main topic. So if you are pulling an example from the past, bring it right on back and keep it in the main topic. Don't just be like, oh, well, you're a piece of shit for doing this one thing the no, other time. Wait, I don't do that. I'm not saying you do, I'm saying <laughs> I feel like you're talking about period. straying from the topic as you stray from the topic. No, 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 no. I'm <laughs> yeah, talking about that's something I never period. do because I think that's dumb bitch shit. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm using our, our conversation as an example, but this, I'm talking about just people having toxic conversations, period. Oh, we didn't transition that very well then. Because yeah. I thought, because you yeah, were still talking about the euphoria argument, which is dumb as hell anyway. <laughs> that's yeah. the one where I put my headphones in while you were still talking. Right. Because in, at that, in that particular conversation, I felt like you were repeating yourself. <laughs> which like is why I wanted to be done. Because it, you just wanted to get your point across at that point. Although I already heard your point and I told you it was bullshit. <laughs> but it was never acknowledged, so I didn't know. I don't know about that. I feel like every conversation should end with a question. What, what, what question? Even if it's a simple one, let, let me, it. let me, the other person. <laughs> every every conversation should be done with the question. Yes, like the the, the the in question should be the result of the of the of the conversation. 
do you think we're going to like when when both of us are done with our standpoints one person just asked do you think we're going to come to a common ground on this that's a that's a general question that can end almost every conversation like hey do right. you think we're going to come to common ground on this and a person says yes or no if yes then be like okay what is that common ground what do you want that what is your proposed common ground or if it's no then okay then that's the end of the conversation. Well, maybe that's We're something we do. should put effort into. Right, most definitely. <laughs> Whenever we have a disagreement, because that's something we do, and I do, because that's something I think in my head, and something I, I decide for us, and maybe that is wrong, because I will be like, with just going back to the euphoria thing, just because it's the most recent example. Right. In that situation, I decided that we weren't going to reach a resolution because I thought you were lying and you insisted that you were not. (laughs) So I was like, nothing that Dwight can say in this final sentence is going to make me change my mind. So I'm done. Right. But yeah, maybe that's something I should have said out loud. It's like, hey, whatever you say, I still am going to feel the way I feel. And then it should be done. So yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that sounds like a nice, a nice little in factor. I mean, like, uh, even I was just thinking about it as I said it. I was like, we even end the podcast with a question. That's true. Yeah, so like, it just sounds very nice, and it's just like it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. And like, I do understand if it's not practical for everyone, because you know, when you're arguing, temperatures are high, like fucking everything's a little more red-eyed blood and like <laughs> hot boiled blood and. Hot blood boiling, whatever. <laughs> blood hot boiling. I'm, not, I'm just making up phrases at this point. But yeah, so I do understand when it's not it's not always realistic mm-hmm. um, to try to be so calm. But that, it's realistic for a guy like me because I always try to be fact be factual. I always try to stay factual when I'm talking about something like that. And I'm and then at a certain point when I do notice the arguing or the disagreement has gone on long enough i do like all right it's time to come to a to a to a um to a conclusion i don't here. know if you actually think like that <laughs> i think when you are level-headed you think like that but also uh, a toxic trait of yours <laughs> is that you like to bicker you like arguments you like toxicity a little bit. Mm. You do because, mm. and I, I don't think it's, it comes from a bad place. I think you genuinely would probably really enjoy a debate team <laughs> or maybe to be a lawyer. But I think you like to talk and prove your point. Well, who doesn't? Me. I love being right as much as the next guy. I don't like arguing though, and which is why I try to avoid them. I feel like you like arguing, so you. I don't think you're a shit starter. I think you like like playful bickering that often turns into arguments. Mm-mm, nah, I yeah. do like I like play bickering. Yes, I don't like it when it turns into an actual argument. What you? I feel like you don't realize that you say things that can turn into an argument. I do. No, I don't like it. I don't. But you are right. I am sometimes clueless. Like something actually something that i say right. because i think of it as like oh well we're joking here so i'm saying this right. to joke around right sometimes you're the only nigga joke in the room <laughs> exactly and then it turns into a thing where it's like well wow i didn't think that was funny my back damn right offensive and i'm like fuck i didn't know my bad and then it turns into a thing but on that note um that reminds me when we talk about liking toxicity mm-hmm. um, that was that's what we were talking about after the podcast last oh, week yeah. and I started to say um, oh actually it was probably during the podcast it, it was doesn't during matter the podcast, yeah. and I was saying being to- when you're being toxic on purpose 
being a fuck nigger, that being a ex fuck nigger, <laughs> excuse me, um, I know how good it feels to be toxic to sometimes. Be and even to be petty, I think, is a word that we should throw in the mix. Because te- being petty toxic is toxic. and petty are go hand in hand. Most definitely. They're slightly different, but they go hand in hand. Like yeah. I feel like being petty is being toxic. Even even when it's righteous pettiness, it's still toxic. Right, because sometimes a petty uh, petty thing is well-deserved. Right. <laughs> is I think, which, why, which is why I, I separate the two terms. But to be honest, it's still toxic. Because yeah. if no no really because if you <laughs> if you think of it like um, Earl from the TV show My Name Is Earl, mm-hmm. which is a show about a guy who believes in karma, good things you do, good things, good things happen; you do bad things, bad things happen to you. So in terms of if you think of it in karma standpoint, it doesn't matter if the person deserves it if you're the one doing it. True. Like, you know, if you're the one doing it, you know, bad things could happen to you. Like that episode where he was dealing with the douchebag manager who had a great life. And he was like, oh, dang, like, you know, this guy's horrible, but yet he's getting great. He has a great life. Like, what the heck, karma? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, ends up like, oh, he ended up delivering karma to him. But like, most of the time, it doesn't really happen like that. Right. But it's like... So I feel like even when you're being petty and you feel like it's righteous, I feel like it's still you doing bad. Right. And you're just trying to justify it. Right. But back to the fact on like being like toxic on purpose and or being a, attracted to toxic people is also a thing. Mm-hmm. But when when you're toxic and you know you're being toxic, it's like it's like what you said when you're toxic traits. When you know how to make another person. Excuse me, when you know how to make another person upset and angry. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah, of course, like, that's that's what I'm talking about when it that comes to liking toxic. toxic. Exactly, because, like... you're doing it intentionally. Like, because you you know it, and, like, and, you're, and you can't wait. You can't wait to dig into that person. You can't wait for that shit. And that shit feels great. Especially it feels when so good. It feels so fucking good. And especially when, to a certain degree, you are justified in doing it. Not on a karmic level, of course, because right. you shouldn't do bad ever, even if it's been done onto you. But like for me, it's like using unnecessarily big words around a dumb bitch I do not like. Mm. That's my toxic trait. Because <laughs> I, I will use the fuck out of that. I will be so petty <laughs> in a way that you can't call me on. <laughs> that is a toxic trait of mine. Like I can have a conversation with you, and and in in on paper it looks nice. But you and I know I'm shading the fuck out of your dumbass. <laughs> but you can't call me on it. And you see, like, the smile with my voice right now? Right. That shit feels good because it's fucking hilarious to me. Because it's being toxic. It's a little toxic. But I feel like if you're going to be toxic, that's the best toxic to be. Because I don't go out of my way to be toxic. But if it's brought to me, baby, <laughs> I'm a play. Because you're getting on my nerves. And truthfully, that's just human nature. Because, like, you know, that's just how you feel. And like, so you will find, if you feel the right way, you're going to find a way to justify whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, hands down when it comes to it, it is what it is. And you know, it's like at the end of the day, if you actually look at it through your regular eyes, you know mm-hmm. what's not right and what is. But you know what, what's right and what's wrong. Why do you think people like being toxic? When, uh, uh, like you is said, it, it one of the, the popular <laughs> one of the popular ones would be if they feel like, like you know, dirt was done onto them. Mm-hmm. 
Like that's that's one of the biggest motivators I can think of at the moment. It's like if you feel like you were wrong for any reason, you feel like being petty, aka toxic as fuck, mm-hmm. and you feel so good about it because you're like, oh, I'm getting back at that person. That makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the leading causes right. of petty toxicity right, right there. And then I also feel like people are very like attracted to other toxic people. Like, particularly females, you know, we, they, love yeah. the drug dealers, the hood niggas, the niggas that's going to put you through shit, and, like, they're going to cheat on you, and then you're going to take them back, and you're going to scream and argue and cry and make love afterwards. <laughs> and I honestly why feel like... Why do you think women are attracted to that? I'm, a, I'm about to tell you why. I feel like, well, one, we watch way too many rom-coms, uh, so I feel like highs and lows of relationships are normalized all That's, too much. Hmm. But I also think that because we are just humans and the um, adrenaline you get from those situations can become addictive. Oh, like geez. like I said before, like humans naturally look for conflict when there is none. You can't be too happy because your body craves puzzles to solve. So if you're constantly going up and down with a guy where he's, you know, he's putting you through this tumultuous relationship and no, now we gotta solve how we gonna work this out. Like mm-hmm. I'm a ride or die, am I gonna leave? Am I not? Am I gonna stay? Like it's exciting because your brain is constantly working to try to figure things oh, out. Jesus. So I think it's a, you know, it's a mental thing. Like it's a chemical balance need to, thing. Need to put that all of that and it, my you energy to. guys do the to... same exact thing. We do. Yes. We do? Y'all won't put up with cheating. But y'all will put up with almost Hell anything no. else. Most men, because a lot of men do take back cheating women. Y'all don't like to admit it, but y'all niggas do the same exact thing. Yeah, you dumb niggas. You have done it too. <laughs> I've never taken back a cheating woman. What are you talking about? A cheating woman? There okay, a cheating a, bitch. What do you want me to say? There's been a situation where, first of all, I haven't, I've only been cheated on probably once or twice. I was about to say. Okay, so was it a situation where y'all weren't together anyway? Right. Oh. Right. Yeah. In that that case, you're just having sex with other men. (laughs) But I feel like if you're big mad about it. (laughs) Oh, well, when a guy's big mad about it. Well, see, I don't know about other guys, but I know for me, I was like, I would be big mad about it. But then at the end of the day, I'd be like, well. You ain't in a relationship right now. That's your dumbass fault, Dwight. That's true. I, I don't know. Because I, I like, try not to be a toxic I feel man. like even if y'all are like 100% together, but y'all had come to a certain understanding that I would be hurt if you slept with somebody else, I still, to a certain degree, consider it cheating. Well, I have Because you been... cheated on the circumstances of our agreement. Well, what I'm saying is I've never been in that situation, so I've never been, you know, I've never taken back a cheating woman. Taken. I've never taken back a cheating woman. Okay, cool. Well, that's good, King. <laughs> Love yourself, King. You know, I don't know if it's good. I mean, like, you know, people have taken back cheaters and then, you know, went on to live happy lives. So it's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's like, yeah, that's that's a case by case thing. I mean, it's what I feel like it's what you feel like you can handle at the time. If right. you truly believe that your partner is going to change, I don't frown upon taking a cheater back because, you know, relationships go on relationship and people go on cheat <laughs> and people are going to people. <laughs> But, you know, <laughs> shit happens sometimes. But if you feel like it's, that's not even the topic of this damn thing. <laughs> Another one of my toxic traits is looking at the white phone every time it lights up. <laughs> is that truly toxic or is it just eye catching? No, it's toxic. Because I do it for yours, but yeah, I don't, I'm not, no, 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 no. You know what's toxic? Looking for something. When you look, when you nah. see it light up, that's human nature. Th- that catches your eye. Well, I know my reason for looking, and I know it's not just because that's, you grab my attention. That's toxic, man. 
You like, talk to two because babe, no. babe will know I'm, I'm texting someone. It'll be looking over my shoulder the whole time. First of all, no. Yes, you When's do. When's the last time I did that? When's the last time I texted anybody? Last night you was texting Jan. No, I wasn't. I noticed that because I was over your shoulder, but not because I was looking at you. Because and he knows exactly who I'm texting. Yeah, because it caught my eye. It was up in front of me. If it catches you, you're gonna be like, you're gonna flip real quick, but you're not gonna be right. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to. I seen the little emoji thing, and it's J A N at the top. There's no emoji. Oh, her, her, her meme emoji. That's what it's called. Oh, bad. Her meme emoji with the with the shaved head. Yeah, that's clearly J A N. I can be honest with myself, and it's time you be honest with yours. I'm being one hundred percent honest. I often look, because I wonder, who the fuck are you texting but when it's 9 p.m. or whatever time it may be? I want to know what the fuck is going on. Well, that's the thing about it. I, I don't. I already told you this. I don't have those words with you, so I don't have, I don't ever. Well, you should, nigga, be on your toes. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm a hot commodity. Yeah, well, obviously a hot, hot commodity. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I don't doubt there are like when uh I like the other day like maybe a few days ago when I had seen you on your phone on your IG you were scrolling through your IG like you usually are and you have like three or four unread messages up there I'm like I bet those niggas <laughs> trying to hit up yeah, my shorty I don't think that's toxic to do that I don't think that's toxic I think that's a fair assumption and. Feel yeah, free to I tell me like if that, I'm wrong. That's more like, so based in fear. Even with me looking up your shoulder when you're on your phone, that's nah. more based in fear than toxicity. I was going to say, that fear of like being cheated on is a thing, but what I was talking about was more so of like assumptions. I don't feel like that's a, like fear or toxic. I think that's just me assuming, which is all that really was. It's like, I'm assuming those are niggas obviously hitting up my beautiful queen, like clearly. Now I'm assuming there's bitches in your phone. <laughs> Hitting you up. You know, the whole time it just be your job. I feel like it's toxic if you think like, oh, that's that's flirting going on. That's toxic. What what you're describing is the fear you just said, like, oh, these bitches hitting him up again. Yeah. Right. That'd be that'd be fear. But toxic is making a whole snare in your head. (laughs) Oh, what you mean on Friday, huh? Uh huh. I bet you're going to buy her. Right. And even to say it like that out loud, which is a a, a, but another example of oh, wrong bitch. It's the same thing. Oh, you taking out them bitches you're texting in your phone. That's toxic. See that? That's what toxic (laughs) relationships are built and found upon. You see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was another thing I wanted to touch on. And now, like, I was thinking, like, what else was I going to say? I was going to say something. We're talking about why people like toxic relationships. Uh, men, yeah, men like toxic shit as well. Men also, the, the only difference is I feel like men are the ones who create the toxic environments and women are the ones who are attracted to it. <laughs> men don't really like toxic. And, like, if a woman were to be toxic, I don't know if he would like it. You were just saying that guys like it too. And that's why I was thinking, you think that? Do you really maybe think Maybe so? I can't that. I don't know. I think, yeah, no, because men be with toxic women all the time. Yeah, no, no. Being with a toxic woman isn't the same as being in a, like a guy being attracted to in a, to- a toxic relationship. You see what I'm Because a guy can, can no. find the beauty in a woman who screams all the damn time. Nah, men like it too. 
because y'all, I feel like, are really famous for foregoing the kind of the boring homebody girls in exchange for the girls who are with that raw raw shit, the girls who do fight, the girls who are getting the Twitter beefs. I feel like niggas really. I think that's that different shit. because, like, when we say women are in a toxic relationship, it's like, oh, you know, this guy used to beat his wife or cheat on his girlfriend. Shoot, he's probably cheating on his girlfriend with you, and you want him to get out that relationship and in a relationship with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we say when we say uh, women are into tax ratio. But what you just described was like, oh, like, oh, you skip the homebody and you go to the shawty who's with the rah-rah. When I think of that, when I think of that, I think the rah-rah shawty is the one who I seen and met at the club when the homebody is where? At home. <laughs> like, the homebody is the one I hit up on IG, but... I'm too shy to hit up. But on your yeah. story, it says, nobody likes me. <laughs> like, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about, like, if you have a good girl... Oh, if you have a good... I'm not talking oh. about, like, the, the possibility of being with one. Like, it's not like an either-or. It's like, I feel like a lot of times, y'all pass up the girls you already have, or a girl maybe you're dating in exchange for the girl that's a little bit more rowdy. That's more... I feel like that's more so be, of the new variety. Like, that's more so of, like, a conversation nah. when it comes to, like, being, like, oh, new pussy or, like, new dick. I you know what I mean? That. Like, I feel like... I don't know. I feel like niggas swear they love a certain type of girl, but they always go for what they claim to hate. And I, and it's only, like, not only are you rah-rah with other women and in your circle and your friend group, but they're rah-rah with you as well. Like, the way I you, like men like it as well. I feel like men... Because, like I said, I feel like you like to argue. I feel like men like to go back and forth with their girlfriends. Some, some men. Well, first like, of all, we wouldn't have a podcast if I didn't. Let me stop. <laughs> exactly. Because notice on every episode, we're on the opposite end of the argument. Not everyone. Knows. Almost everyone. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> that's for, that makes entertaining yeah. podcasts. But no, I, I feel like men like, shut up. I feel <laughs> I like men, yeah, but you did it. <laughs> and that's toxic. Mm-mm. But you feel like men what? I, yeah, I was just going to reiterate what I said about two times already. I feel like men also... <laughs> Enjoy toxic situations, which is why y'all go back to your baby mothers that you know ain't shit, which is why you go back to your ex-girlfriend who you know ain't shit. Because it's fun. Them bitches are fun. <laughs> I was just about to say, what you're describing sounds more like the dudes getting bored of a homebody who wants to be home. I'm going to take that out of the equation. Right. That was more so me thinking and talking, but now that I'm done talking, that doesn't really relate. I feel like I'm kind of forcing that to glorify myself which is also toxic it's like a guy would leave it for somebody who seems <laughs> yeah, like they're I'm not even gonna talk about there. leaving anybody for anybody else because whatever but I do think as far as you know just going back to women is a thing that I've definitely seen where it's like that's the person you can't leave alone because that's toxic. they are fun although you hate them <laughs> even like some of my more ghetto friends are my fun friends like because you know like i i personally categorize my friends like the friends you go to talk to the friends you hang out with the friends you vent to now nah, my ghetto friends are my fun friends <laughs> they're the ones i go out with and then like the ones i talk to we chill in the house mm. everybody loves the ghetto friend <laughs> Or the ghetto girlfriend, baby mother situation. The fun bitches. They're <laughs> good time. Keep you on They're your toes. <laughs> Those good bitches keep you on your toes like like nobody's business. It's the yeah. same exact thing as women who get kept on their toes by these drug deals. You never know when the cops gonna come and knock. I'm gonna tell you like this though, bro. I mean, like, you're gonna outgrow that shit. You're not gonna want it forever. I know that. But it takes a while to get off it though. Yeah. It takes a while. Like, even like some of my more toxic exes. 
those niggas were the hardest to get over. <laughs> my nice exes were like, who? Yeah. <laughs> over that shit. Excuse me. Who is that? But you, other niggas still would be on your mind. Like, damn, that was crazy. <laughs> that does make sense. But yeah, you do. And I feel that's the moral of all this is that eventually it's not enough. Mm. Like, yeah, you're a good ass time. We have a good time together when we're not arguing, but the <laughs> bad outweighs the good. Almost definitely. And that's what it comes to when it comes to being toxic, showing, having toxic traits, being in a toxic relationship, just toxicity as a whole in your system. I feel like we need to end this podcast episode. I'm going to say it for the last thing, what I was about to say. I'm going to say it for the last question. So with that being said, folks, that was our main topic. I really enjoyed this one. Can't wait to do more like it. Can't wait to bring you episode 19 next week. We are doing this during once a week. We've been on the ball for the last we month, have. month and a half. We've been, uh, month. Uh, we've been kicking it. We, we killed, uh, we killed uh, the end of January. We killed all of February. I'm pretty sure we really the episode every week in February. So freaking rah rah, fuck with us. Uh, rah rah, fuck with us. Um, I'm loving it. We loving it. So McDonald's. Stop it. <laughs> With that being said, we will of course want to send a huge shout out to you, the audience, for listening. Thank you so much. We appreciate every single ear you lend us. Every week we release these episodes. Be sure to reach out and uh, chat up with us through our email or through any of our three to four social medias that we have in the description box down below to the left, to the right, or above. Uh, something else I need to add to the outro that I had I need to add to the show notes is also um you hear that? Oh, wait. You hear that? That's that lovely background music you're listening to. Uh, that's a lovely beat me and Lex found on uh, one of the YouTube copyright free channels. The, the link to that um, particular instrumental is below as well in the description. Be sure to check that out. Support that artist for sure. And Lexi, Lexi, Lex, Lex, Lexington. What is your takeaway for episode 18? Um, I don't know. I think I'm on a good path as far as not being toxic. And the few toxic traits I have, I think are for the most part pretty harmless. I will always reach or strive to do better. <laughs> but I, I really, I truly feel like for 24, I'm doing A-okay. <laughs> okay. So I just want to continue that uh, upward climb. Dwight, what's your takeaway? My takeaway, so I would love for everyone, not just men, not just women, not just non-binary people. I will I want everyone, including myself, to understand just because you're not a toxic person, as Lex likes to put it, or being toxic all the time, as I like to put it. <laughs> just because you're not doesn't mean you don't have toxic traits because 100% of the people on this planet have toxic traits. I would challenge you all and myself to identify them, write them down if you need to, and then make a course of action. Start those, how do I put it? Those mental gymnastics. Start them now, no matter how old you are, where you are, start those mental gymnastics now to get over those hurdles so you can become a better person for yourself and for the world, for your loved ones, all of that. I just want to say, the older you get, the less cute being toxic becomes. (laughs) 
I don't think it's cute at all. It can be cute when you're like, like imagine like a real thin, tiny girl and she's like, eh, it's cute, right? But then you're like 42, and yeah. you still doing the same thing you did at 26. And on that note, <laughs> peace out, everybody. Bye.